0: Welcome, ladies and germs, to the High Rollers. Welcome. Uh, This is episode one of, well, I mean, (laughs) we're going to be talking about rides for a while, (laughs) even regardless if we're on a cast or not. But episode one, the two of us, me being West. And this is RC. And now, uh... Probably wondering what the hell this is, uh, but yeah, we're we're another roller coaster podcast. Hence the High Rollers, uh, originating from or our home park. At least is King's Dominion. Uh, oh. What? What are you going to say? Technically, Six Flags America. But <laughs> we don't I like. Think to- he's a Marylander. Uh, RC yeah. is a Marylander, but most Marylanders don't count. Six Flags America has their home park, regardless if they live five minutes away or not. So,
1: <laughs> Yeah, it, we, we don't talk about it. You just go and you activate your pass. That's, that's you know. But,
0: so is it is also like, where if you go to like Sesame Place or Six Flags, or excuse me, SeaWorld San Antonio, like, do you get a cheaper
1: pass? Well, you can like, actually put those on the mobile app, so don't you don't have to actually go pick it up there.
0: <laughs> it's like you don't even have to go inside
1: yeah <laughs> oh god you just used the pass so I mean, uh, look, yeah you know just another roller coaster podcast we're gonna we're gonna discuss news in the industry and talk about where we've been and where we're going yeah and and what we did when we were there and we have quite a lot planned for the future
0: we before this we actually did a little mini trip, a little weekend trip about a month yep. ago. And we're gonna be covering that. We went to Cedar Point and Kennywood, uh, RC. e we went on. Just, over.
1: Yep. We were just in Florida with our friends over at Coaster Talk Podcast, yeah. James and Timmy. Bob was not there. We yeah, did Fort do she a trip. We did there. do a trip with them earlier in April this year, but did a trip with those guys. We're gonna be talking about Bush Gardens, Tampa Bay, Hallow Scream. SeaWorld yes. Orlando, Hallow Scream, and Universal's Halloween Horror Nights. So, this is going to be a great episode. We're also going to be talking about King's Dominion. We were there for Haunt yep. a couple times. And, of course, we've got a lot of news in the industry to cover. So yeah, We have quite a bit.
0: It's going to be quite a loaded first episode. Uh, but we kind of set it up for that. guys <laughs> A really good, really good just splurge to listen to. Whatever you're doing. Uh, whatever for your coaster fix but uh, I guess uh, uh, still you're probably wondering who the hell are we <laughs> right <laughs> so uh, I guess I'll start you know with you know I was an enthusiast back the, before I school, like near the end of high school uh, I would say like 20 I would say 2011 to 2015 is when I first got my like burst and I was like yo let's I wanted to go here I want to all across like the big parks uh and that was also when I first beat my fear because in Intimidator opened in 2010 and that was when I was like there's no way I'm running this Ended up doing it ended up loving it back, back with the plastic uh the plastic old intimate over the shoulder restraints but yeah um fast forward to after high school and I got really into competitive gaming and esports uh still am to it to an extent but much more, uh, much more low key with it. Much more just a hobby. Uh, literally one day, twenty like after the pandemic, twenty twenty one. Well, you know what? I haven't, uh, I haven't been an intimidator. I'm looking at my intimidator license plate in my room, I'm not an intimidator. Let me just go to Kansas City. Middle of the week, I had no clue at this time because I was kind of honestly low key GP. Uh, <laughs> so I didn't know it was going to be just a completely dead day. I went there, had a great time, uh, adored Twisted Timbers because I, I guess when I wrote it in 2018, I just thought it was okay. I don't know. I, I guess I just was, wasn't hit. I don't know. I feel like that was rise on it that day though in 2021 in August. That, that's what really brought me back because the vibe of King's Dominion and everything there, but also uh, how me and RC met because uh, one of my, my marathons with the uh, Twisted Timbers uh, they had brought their, uh, him, RC, and Colin had brought their friend to see him. And he was a single rider at the time. They're just trying to lap as many times. I didn't know this at the time. But they asked if he could ride. And just from there, we just hit on a conversation. And now we're here. And over right. a year later. So it, it's just kind of crazy. Right. You know? like, it's kind of the reason why I fell in love with the hobby. Is like I've met so many cool people. So many homies. It's awesome. So, uh, yeah, I would say that day kinda of made me back to become an enthusiast. and uh we were at eighty seven eighty eight. I had eighty seven credits, he had eighty-eight.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Do you it's wanna say a, this was a big year? I, I you I'm wanna at,
0: say yeah, just just, yeah. just throw it out there. It was a big year for you.
1: I'm I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm happy. I did a hundred more. I'm at a hundred and eighty eight and I've still got more to come yeah. by the end of the year. So
0: Yeah, I'm at a hundred and fourteen. <laughs> he he had a big year. Um I know I was, there's I'm people that have done a lot more
1: than 100 in a year yeah. but 100 in, in a year I think that's pretty good for me. So
0: yeah. at your pace like you could have easily probably hit 200. I mean you're you're missing what 12 coasters.
1: Yeah. You know I, I'll be I'll be close. I'll be close. We'll get to that, you know. Yeah, so That's next
0: year. It's going to be exciting next year, man. So what's the 200 going to be? Well, <laughs>
1: I'll I'll get to that. I'll get to
0: that. <laughs> like what so, I think of which ones.
1: But yeah, about you. So uh I'm RC, and I was not an enthusiast until last year, 2021.
0: Wow.
1: I That's had crazy. always, you know, gone to King's Dominion or Six Flags America growing up, and then I really started getting into liking the rides, and I overcame my fear of the rides. My first inverting was Anaconda at King's Dominion. So I actually did
0: not know that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and Colin, actually one of my closest friends really was the one that got me into the hobby. So last year, 2021, we started doing trips and our first trip. And what really got me into the hobby was we did Kings Island, Kentucky kingdom and holiday world. So we went and did voyage. It was an awesome trip. It really got me into the hobby. And we I've done a ton more since then, obviously since I'm up to a hundred now, Yeah, hundred in a year. So, and yeah, I mean, that's where we pick up, and we're looking at the trips this year. Yeah. So September.
0: Ah, oh, September.
1: So like, how does it even start? We're just sitting even... in
0: traffic. Well, <laughs> I- I'm just thinking like, how the trip even like concocted. Like, I'm, it's almost crazy that even happened. Like to me, at least, sometimes when I think about it, because like. It was it was almost the most like
1: the epitome
0: of a spontaneous is like hey like right. what if Yeah what
1: if? yeah <laughs> Well I, I think so so this year 2022 I I've, I've done a trip every single month every month of the year every month of the year so far so I think it was really I was like September is coming around the corner and I don't have anything and I'm like let's see what we can cook up you know, I'm literally breaking bad. Like what is, what is,
0: what are we going to do cooking? <laughs> it's time to cook. Um, Well, yeah, like, I don't know what made, yeah. so, cause you're the one who brought the trip up in the first place, but like what exactly made you want to go to Cedar and
1: then ain't kidding. Me. Oh, so Cedar Point. I did Cedar Point last October with, with Colin for Halloween mm-hmm. Weekends, and it was a great time. So we yeah. we did the Thursday and Friday night where Thursday it's open till midnight. Friday it's open all day and again till midnight. And a lot of the kids in Ohio are in school. So it's it's perfect to go and you know get these awesome night rides and it not be long lines. So that was really the main reason. And then Kennywood, I knew it was sort of, you know, on the way or on the way back. So I wanted to get that involved with the trip too. Yeah, that was really yeah. the main idea, ideology behind it you know, just previous experience. It's cool because
0: uh, I think eating the frog is like low-key if you guys do trips. I mean, obviously, we're going to be doing trips, but like on these road trips, sometimes if you're going to hit multiple parks, if you can, doing the long drive at the beginning is so, uh, it feels good. (laughs) Right. Not not saying the drive feels good, but driving back, it feels, uh, not having, uh, like just a long twelve hour or yeah, whatever you know it
1: it's really it's like it's like whenever you go to m c o right this is something my sister was telling me yeah. the other day when you go to m c o Orlando International, mm-hmm. everyone in that airport is either happy or they're sad because they're they're sad they're leaving their <laughs> Disney or their universal vacation, they're flying home or they're happy because they're they're landing and they're getting there and they're about to start their vacation,
0: yeah,
1: so. It's the same way. It's that, that that long drive home. And I've done it multiple times this year, driving 12 hours down to Florida and driving back. And it's it's a depressing drive home. You have yeah. the anticipation on the way down, but the drive home is just sad. So I, I could relate to that.
0: And imagine a, a flight is a little bit uh, better than a... <laughs> Two
1: hours, <laughs> not 12. But
0: yeah. yeah. Sitting there. I mean, at least you get your sound system. But then again, sometimes you don't have full control of that. Right. Right. Yeah. uh but yeah i guess so we ended up deciding this concocting this uh yes actually yes. way surprised with how like little it took from our at least my wallet like right i was like you know like you might, might need to do these little trips more often
1: <laughs> and hey and and when you go on thursday and friday and hollow weekends to cedar point which i'll recommend to anyone you don't need fast lane. Yeah. You'll well, get on everything so many Let me
0: times. tell you. So my my last trip to Cedar Point was 2014, or me, 2013. So I didn't even write, I didn't even see the mentions or anything. They were teasing gatekeeper, all that stuff. And uh, I, I waited an hour and a half for Millennium Force. I waited two and a half hours. for Maverick? <laughs> like Magnum was a, like an hour away. Everything, like, I had the Cedar Point experience a lot of people get. So... When I went and saw we were walking on to Steel Vengeance, walking on to Maverick that Thursday, which is kind of we're kind of skipping but we're kind of not cuz apparently the first day we were there, uh I knew, I'm like, yeah, this is uh this is going to be a special one. <laughs> this is going to be special. Cuz I've seen just people like those lines on those those cattle pins just going for hours. Right. And for Steve. For a lot of the rides at the park. Uh Right but yeah uh we regardless, the only thing that was bad on the on the trip, like moving and traveling was I would say just the most random traffic like it would be just the worst yeah. accidents,
1: like we had to get detoured off of, like interstates uh, yeah that was. Like, yeah. It it definitely makes flying feel more convenient when you get you know two three hour detours and traffic and and that does suck it's a yeah,
0: but then you get a, a so, two three hour
1: detour maybe even more in the in an airport <laughs> right yeah I mean yeah yeah it is what it is yeah you know? <laughs> it's just one of those
0: like it is what it is <laughs> like you can't control so thanks but yeah
1: Cedar Point we did Thursday and Friday Thursday we got there right a little at late.
0: But it was yeah because of that yeah. detour it cut like an hour we were in standstill
1: Thursday but, we got there a little late but we did night rides on Magnum Maverick Steel Vengeance and we did one on Millennium <laughs> Force
0: I I I'm gonna, I might need to talk about Magnum for a bit when, yeah
1: when, when, when we get there because you can continue but no but yeah I just wanted to get right into the rides yeah uh, Magnum was that Ma- I think we so, might have done Magnum first no so first. What what did we
0: do? I swear we just did Steve first. Hmm.
1: That might have been first ride. No, No. Nah. Oh, it was. Yeah, we did Steel Vengeance first. Yeah, we walked straight yeah. to the back.
0: Yeah, yeah. I remember I'm looking through my looking through my album because I was. So yes, your
1: your first rides on Steel Vengeance.
0: Uh, so first off, that structure does not do any justice. Like at least at first. When, like, you're just seeing it on, like, vlogs or anything. Because I, when I was getting back into it, I was watching a lot of vlogs, a lot of just people's thoughts on the coasters and everything. And, like, uh, and that's another thing, RMC and, and what Intamin is doing really brought me back. That's all I'm going to say. But that structure is beautiful. I could not stop taking pictures of it. It's from different areas, different ways. I, I was on and on. The ride itself, the first, so the first few, uh, it's hard to even comprehend, especially at night it's hard to even comprehend what you just experienced in Because, <laughs> like there is so many elements in one roller coaster it's it's one of a kind like there's 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 only so many rides that have that much packed into it, and like it's not filler actually hits uh- man, ugh. But I guess mean, I, I, I guess I can try to go step by step here, but like I'll just go by like the main first half elements, which are the big elements, and then like my favorite parts of the second half. But like I was shocked the drop hit as good as it did. Might be one of my it's up there my top ten drops honestly. Um, keep in mind these <laughs> I was stapled nine out of the ten rides. The very last ride I was not because I had to uh, I, I um. I had to uh, make a little, a little bitchy wince <laughs> to the write ups <laughs> to let them know my shins were definitely not feeling it. Cause it's like, it's like I want room, but also like it hurts when you're on RMCs. Like you, they throw you up, they they give you air time. Like so when you're closed in and like constricted, like my legs are just running up against the shin guards. It just doesn't feel good. Uh, luckily, I had pants on. Like, imagine if I didn't, I would have had, I literally just would have been boned. <laughs> like, you would have just hit my shins. Uh, but the first just run, was,
1: was hitting.
0: Yeah, like, this, this trip. So I was surprised because when I heard people talk about it before, I got the feeling where they were like, huh, this isn't what I was expecting. Because the drop was ejector, but then everything after, every single element after was float ejector on the first night. Which was weird to me. So I was like, "Huh." I've literally seen, I've like seen and heard, but I've also heard what my experience was. So I'm like, "I'm waiting for tomorrow. I'm putting my hands up. I'll put my hands up. I'm certain I'm like, I I don't not have a, a full on opinion, but even with my four rides that night, I was like, this is top ten. <laughs> this is top ten. There's no question. Night, Next night day? one. Yeah.
1: The, you know, the, uh, it was it was all trimless rides too. It was yeah, it was the whole the whole trip we well. were
0: there. Um we ran right through the midcourse and after the second ride on the second day, I was it, it was number one.
1: Yeah. It was number one for me. And, I,
0: uh,
1: it's I, I still have it yeah. a little behind Trimless Voyage. But a little behind that's crazy. A little behind Trimless that's Voyage, crazy. but it, it was running so well on this recent trip, yeah, like I was that. very impressed.
0: The second day, I got the ejector I wanted because, like, I compare my Like, right, I have Twisted in my backyard. I know right. ejectors. Then I was like, the ejector wasn't hitting like Twisted was. And then the second day, it definitely was. <laughs> but you have more elements of that, and it does that on the first half on those big airtime hills on the outer bank. You're floating through into the structure. How do you do that? <laughs> How do you design that?
1: The second half of, of vengeance oh, was gosh. running so well. do this trip. Like, oh. I I tr- I really I didn't remember it from my because I I hadn't ridden for a year, and I don't watch POV's, but it was running so good. Even then, the POV doesn't do like the absolute
0: insanity like, the f- not at all. Like that first zero G roll feels ridiculous. You go through it right. so fast the outer banks like in it, the, the wave turn in it, the, <laughs> no, i like, it's, it's phenomenal. Right. It's, it's, if, it's phenomenal. Like <laughs> I, I can't think of any other word to describe. And it's almost like two rides in one, right? Like I almost could see like the first half being, you know, they could probably add a little bit more, but if they really wanted to, they could have done the first half a little bit smaller elements than ended the ride. They could, they honestly could have done that. Right. But, they they give you a whole nother experience wrapping around, no near misses. You're losing yourself. Like, until you know the like five rides in, six rides in, you are lost in that structure. Right. Um, yeah. 10 out of 10. <laughs> 11 out of 10. If I could
1: just break the scale. Uh, but, and after, after that, we did Maverick, oh. which again, it was running very well.
0: So that was one ride I was afraid going back because, you know, a the rides when people go back, sometimes they have different feelings and different preferences, right. and it was sitting
1: in my top five. I still don't think there's a bad row on that ride. Oh, it, yeah. It, it's, it was running so good.
0: That's, that's one of the reasons why I still sit in comfy right there in my top five. I was so happy. even They were so happy with those rides. They were so good.
1: And shout out to, to Byron.
0: Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Byron. Yeah. Yeah, he was definitely killing it. On uh on Thursday night. Friday he was killing it. Friday, uh Fast Lane was definitely being more in use and we all know Maverick, so
1: <laughs> Right. Right.
0: Uh yeah, there was a point where we were just having the silliest discussions waiting in that Maverick line at night. But <laughs> <laughs> it's what it is. <laughs> um I will say like besides it's funny, I would say Magnum probably is the right that kind of stole the show for me if Steve wasn't there. Just yeah. me, even though even though I love Maverick more, than Magnum. Cuz it literally moved up and I counted 94 spots. Jeez. Not you- you had 24. it way too low no i legit like my rides i guess when i was a really really like just like awkward like tween or teenage like it's really skinny just like but <laughs> like, you just saw like sticks like I, I had no meat on me so i'm still yeah. i'm still small now but like at least i have some right? Like, uh but then then it was bad. Like like so when I would ride rides, I would feel pain on them because I would hit bone on stuff. Stuff was rough. It was like no, I don't like it. Uh, rides had to be like glass smooth. Um so when I rode Magnum back then, it was very uncomfortable for me. I didn't like the airtime, I thought it was yeah, it's not good, it hurts, it's painful. I don't know what it was. Now uh, the triangle hills are hitting. It's uh, absolutely incredible. <laughs> the Triangle Hills are hitting. But the Triangle Hills, but like it. the jankiness of everything. The jank. Jank XL 200. I, 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 I love it, man. It takes you 10 years to get to the top, but at least it's a great view. You're Looking back at the park. <laughs> right. But to go down, you're like, okay. You're, if you're in you're row three, or you're in park three, so you're like, okay. I'm crawling all the way down here, halfway down the hill. But hey, now all of a sudden, this drop kind of hits.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's so it's such a fun ride. Then you get like it really is ejected,
0: you bunny up on the top of the first hill. It's just, it's so jig. I just yeah, and then obviously the triangle hills, like just this back to back to back. You get you don't you get you don't get
1: stapled. <laughs> that, that's it's a ridiculous ride
0: all right okay we are back so we are uh definitely mm-hmm. the high rollers because uh we didn't know exactly how this works but basically we're
1: talking about magnum <laughs> yes Moving and it's on magnum incredible. cedar point
0: long story short it's incredible and i it didn't deserve my hate and uh what does deserve my hate is fortunately. <laughs> millennium forceless i'm scared. i, I don't uh, hate that ride but like it's definitely a on the mid level like for me like that might hurt some people's hearts like hearing this but, but uh <laughs> like night ride in the back
1: wasn't the front row. I'm, I'm told we didn't get the right row that's what i've been told okay but like if if the ride differs that much that much it can't make that much of a difference. It, it was it was pretty. It was a pretty sad ride. Like, like this was like I'm talking right. like it was pitch black out and we yeah, got a back we're, row. We night we're
0: ride. excited. The ops were great. We're getting like good energy, so we're we're getting in the back row. We're like, all right, you know, riding Millennium Force an Icon in the coaster, you know, community. You know, yeah, we're we're going up. I'm looking
1: at the skyline. I'm looking at Lake Erie. I go down and uh... the drop didn't really hit. The first overbank didn't really hit. Like, it was fun.
0: Like, I like, don't know. I just... <laughs> like, then you go over the first airtime hill, and then you're gliding over track. Like It,
1: it kind of... It was just movement. Like, <laughs> it went like... in my face. I was like, <laughs> yeah. That happened. Very... Uh, it was underwhelming
0: from what I remembered. Completely agree. Um, Yeah, just... <laughs> It's fine, <laughs> like that's that's what I came off. I was like, damn, and it it was to the point where it was so fine that like prioritizing it definitely definitely fell off on yeah. the second day. Where we're just like, no, nah, yeah. we might as well just stay in Frontier Town, yep. go back over to Magnum and hit up the
1: BNMs, which yeah, Cedar Point has oh some, they have some of the best BNMs. and was impressive this year, this this visit. So, long story short. We both like Gatekeeper, but Ruby yes.
0: we do not get the hate that the ride gets. All right. Probably one of it's it's probably one of the best BMs. Okay. I I'm putting it out there. Like it's just, yeah. it's good. Like it's intense. Yeah. Why is there an
1: ejector pop near the end? I, I found I, I was very surprised. I've ridden a lot of floorless this year in particular. I've done Krypton Coaster, I've done Hydra, I've done Dominator, mm-hmm. of course. And I found Rougarou was just running great. Yeah. Uh it that was a, super forceful. Now, I, I would say that would be the biggest
0: shocker, but the Magnum, obviously. And then obviously right. Because like, yeah, people just oh just skip Rougarou, get credit, forget it. Oh, don't worry about it. Da, da, da. I'm like, nah, I would ride it again. Like it probably has yeah. no weight. It's a good ride. I'll go on that ride again, 100%.
1: I know, I know uh, James over at Coaster Talk will have something to say about this one. That, Rougarou was running better than Kraken. <laughs> it sure was. So, okay, well, I hear Kraken
0: is kind of rough.
1: Yeah. It's the 90s. I, I was
0: just on or, it a couple or, or, or weeks ago. Or, or, what, it year, was, what year did it, Kraken open
1: up? Uh, maybe 90s. I think... Yeah, uh, 2000. 2000. 2000, yeah. Yep.
0: Well, it's around that 90s.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's good, but no, Rougarou was was running better. I yeah. just, yeah, I don't know. The B&Ms at, at Cedar Point were running really great. Not Valraven, but Gatekeeper and Raptor I and Rougarou.
0: Yeah, I, I enjoyed my Raptor ride, even though you said definitely wasn't
1: as whippy yeah. as you remembered it. But I,
0: I still thought it was. It know.
1: felt a bit more like Great Bear than Mon two, if that hmm. makes sense in terms yeah, yeah. of the intensity yeah. scale. You know, uh,
0: I mean, I that's one of my more favorite models. Probably is my favorite model of BNM besides the Giga, but I've only been on right. Fury. But like,
1: yeah. <laughs> well, the wings not bad. You got Thunderbolt. You got they're not Thunderbolt. You got Thunderbird. Yeah. Wild Eagle. Wild Eagle. Gatekeeper. So. And then in Europe, they have like, I want right. to say
0: close to ten now, something like that. I don't know. it's Right. They have a lot of wing coasters and they theme them. Right. <laughs> so, uh, uh, that's one thing because I'm gonna touch on Gatekeeper a bit because I don't know, a lot of people. Oh, just whatever. But yeah, yeah, I personally thought it was a great ride. Uh, I liked the feeling of power and weight. I I thought it was
1: train. I thought it was very good as well. I actually it made me want to go re ride Banshee and experience yeah. those forces with the vest restraint again because obviously my opinion would be different than what it was you know last July when I wrote Banshee. Now, I will say
0: for me, my side, it's easier for me to get room on a vest. Like I can definitely like make it to where I have a lot of breathing and then where the ops won't just. Sh- but they, when they do check, I'm not getting shoved. Right. Uh, and then I know in moments of Banshee, it does like kind of come down, but at least it didn't affect me. With uh, the vest. didn't affect me. Yeah.
1: Uh, Valerie even it kind of did, surprisingly. I'm stuck in there with the vest, but with the, the classic B&M over-the-shoulder restraints, I'm, you know. Yeah, now that I know how to ride I've them. I've got room. Yeah. It just it just stops at my shoulders but the vests really get me stuck in there oh, so especially
0: like Raven and stuff if I can get big boy seats consistently on <laughs> on uh on bnm's I prefer those too
1: you gotta get a a big boy seat on um chikra or Griffin for the yeah the air time I don't know, that's exactly
0: I get dummy airtime in those like it's it makes the ride like <laughs> it moves it up like 10 or 15 spots exactly um yeah but I, most M's they have uh like floorlesses or inverts they have those in like the middle rows so i'm like i'm not going in the middle row and invert nah yeah in front or back yeah soon uh but i think so how do we end off
1: cedar Fearnier? We we ended... we rode vengeance i'm pretty sure for oh yeah because there was
0: another it was another because they did this the first night too where they had a delay or something and then yeah uh, and then the second night, it was the, the same time. Like, I'm assuming it was maintenance, it kind of seemed like it they cause... had
1: a delay, so we waited in the really long Maverick ride, Maverick yep. line, but then we still got two more rides on Steel Vengeance to close the night out. I remember that. Yep, and yeah, that, that was what when a great were Like, yeah, that was when they <laughs> were like being super letting in a ton of fast lane people for Maverick and not moving our line. And I was like, oh god, yeah, that was killing us. That was I rough. I was just frustrated.
0: No, it was because, fr- like, there was we were standstill in the Maverick line at one point, one of the lines for like yeah. at least 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah. Like, yeah I mean, yeah, I was
1: probably having an intimate moment. So,
0: yeah, so, exactly. It's like we were so we got on, regardless of Cedar Point trip. Uh, and also Friday so, night, we got so many rides in. Uh, Friday night, we like uh, so, I want to so. say, Halloween weekends definitely was, uh, it was prime time. Like they were ready that night because Thursday night, uh, there were less actors out at all. In fact, like, maybe there was like maybe if I'm being nice,
1: eight, ten throughout the whole park. <laughs> well, and Thursday night we went through the bloodbath maze over by yeah. Vengeance, that's why I was about was, to get to the zoo. It was very disappointing. Like the smoke
0: and everything. Like the whole atmosphere was like just lessened in in Thursday, but Friday was definitely like we got it. like walking around the park. You, We felt the presence of a Halloween event, it was good. Yeah. But that, we did only one maze. <laughs> and that was, we're waiting the the first night for um, for Steel Vengeance, where its weird um, little maintenance thing. So we're like, you know, might as well do the maze, like that's right around it, uh, might as well do right. that. Um, no way for it at all. <laughs> we were like probably one of the last groups to go through. Um, called bloodbath club orpheus and then um i've done a lot of mazes uh let me tell you that was probably one of the most lukewarm and almost kind of like funny like not not even like trying to make me laugh funny like i can't believe this is happening (laughs) like this is that this is a maze in my opinion because wow um bad people just uh sitting on couches yeah sitting not, on couches provocative it i was, guess trying to trying to look sexy uh it, it was so weird and then the next room you're walking through uh a, a butcher shop right and then the next room you're walking through a club again and then the next room is not a butcher shop it's uh it's like a crazed psych ward where someone yeah. is super disjointed and then you're going in and you're like, alright, oh, they have all these themes, and then half of the rooms have people in it.
1: <laughs> there was it maybe was, one uh... scare.
0: Like I Yeah. <laughs> I, like there were and even the scare was telegraphed. <laughs> we we could have gotten another vengeance ride instead of doing that one. Yeah, well the thing is we couldn't. It was down. But in theory, yes. Like if it was up, definitely would have In fact, Maverick probably would have been the move. Uh it felt like, it felt kind of like close to an amateur neighborhood haunt, maybe.
1: I would hope that we got a bad run because it was the end of the night. Yeah, that's that's another thing I want to bring the up. The general yeah. mesh and theming of the maze, like even if it was a good run, I still don't really.
0: Yeah, I will say that the best. theme not great at all. But I think the actors realized that it's 11:30, and they maybe not even they probably didn't get a group or so because we were like there was two or four people in front of us like in that group so, yeah and we walked up so like i'm assuming they had like a light 30 minutes they're getting like two maybe four people so and they're like all right we're about to get off you know are about to clock off so <laughs> i get it i guess um but yeah uh, on those last rides of steve solidified my love and my adoration for that ride and our feet were hurting as right. it was kind of hilarious because the walk, we were literally walking back. We started
1: off kind of fast. And so then we were like, no, we, we had, we had, and, and the crews from the rides were like walking past us. Cause yeah. we, were, like, we were there for the last ride of night. And, like the crews are all walking past us. Cause we're walking so slow up to the front of the park.
0: So I was saying, it's so funny. Like <laughs> they're, they're talking about, Oh, what are you guys going to talk about? Whatever they're going to be doing afterwards. And yeah. One thing I will say, Cedar Point, stop turning off all your ambience and stuff as you're walking out the park. Cuz you're all nice and in this Halloween Halloween, you know, event. And then all of a sudden I walk off my last ride and then I'm just like, it's dead. I'm in a dead park. Yeah. <laughs> it's a feel right. It's a it's a total tidbit. But food was great. Rides are great. Staff was great. We experienced with. The experience with. Um, I'm looking forward to that boardwalk and wild mouse because I'm definitely coming back next year. Uh, love this park. And yeah, now to the next park we have, which is a gym. Well, that's what I I will call this ride. It's a gym.
1: I was so impressed with with this park, and we're yeah. of course talking about Kennywood. Yeah um this this park is truly it, it definitely in my top 10 parks that i've been to i don't know where it falls on the list exactly but it, it was like for me it felt like a a family-owned park it felt like a Kenobles, but it was just pittsburgh version of that yeah and which I, I, uh, just, yeah it, you it can was, have your
0: opinions was... about pittsburgh whether it be
1: sports yeah <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a ravens be... fan so you know but still. What a park. Excuse me. Sh- Thank you. <clears throat>
0: I'm not of another one. It was a cough. It was like a snoff, actually. <laughs> like a sneeze cough. <clears throat> but yeah, um, Kennywood. So um, yes, Kennywood. I was surprised it's only plots to where it is. I kinda love that. <laughs> um, but it kind of does have its caveats, which we will go unfortunately at the end of the skinny wood running down but uh yeah like it's totally in the middle of like right outside pittsburgh but we pass through uh the city uh yeah. to get there and then it's a five minute ten minute drive from there on the highway and yeah you're in west mefflin and you you see phantom you see steel curtain you see it's like right alongside a river
1: and i'm like this is beautiful <laughs> like, i didn't know and for kennywood we were accompanied by our friends pam and greg yes they all shout us
0: to pam and greg uh like i said I always shout out to homies like just people
1: that hundred awesome in this community and greg was an amazing kennywood tour guide
0: yeah exactly yeah. I say like it's home park uh he gave us a great first time experience absolutely uh, showed us around uh God, I'm just thinking about everything. I'm looking at my phone too because the ambience of. The, if you go to Kennywood, try to go and stay until night if you can, because yeah. man, is that part great at night. Like I know we had Halloween too, but just like
1: the, the flat rides and the how they look Woody's at night too. It's just uh it's the light, ah, oh, the light packs, it, so good. It feels it, it's a it's a very good vibe yeah I would love to get back for another for a summer night, and I'd definitely love to get back for another halloween night
0: at i e park I potentially might get a pass because it's not that far of a drive yeah uh, yeah i am a big fan, but the rides of the park the yes, first the one we hit the first one we hit was obviously phantom's Revenge, yes, the Arrow then converted to Morgan hyper ghoster, which Morgan's are odd. <laughs> There are some odd rides, in my opinion. Steel Eel, uh, Mamba, um, Steel Force, um, yeah. Superman Ultimo, is, oh, I don't know how you say it exactly. El Ultimo, Escape yeah. In Mexico, yeah But yeah, like, generally the, the ones in, uh, yeah. This is an uh, amazing ride. No jank. Or... <laughs> Like, I was expecting, I was putting like some aero jank in there, but it was generally like just a
1: an amazing ride. Like, super it, intense, it, it had the airtime, like, it, it was a bucklist. It, it years. brought the
0: forces, yeah. Oof. I was like, that, that drop, so oh I would gosh. say it has the best pre drop to drop of all the time because <laughs> obviously, the, the technically there is a first drop and then a second drop, but like, I almost consider it. A massive pre-drop into the main drop because like right. jesus like it's it's up there with fury like it's not it's not it's not fury it doesn't last as long it doesn't i'm not as adamant but like it's up there man like i was thoroughly impressed because i'm a big for a drop. Like, if you if that's a big statement for me it's a big like it's a big opening for a ride a big a good start then, then you just go into that bank turn the ravine, and then at night because we wrote it there too, is you're just in an abyss. <laughs> you don't know when you're gonna stop, and yeah. then, and you're flying back up toward like the up the terrain, getting airtime. Just ah, uh, then there's a double down at the end. I just oh my, so good, so good. If you like airtime, honestly, uh, go to Kennywood. Yes,
1: because.
0: <laughs> the next we rode a uh,
1: Jackrabbit.
0: the double down <laughs> yeah, I didn't eat cars he didn't know
1: yeah, so i I went into this park blind, no p o v on anything, so it was interesting i i Jack Rabbit and Thunderbolt I want to touch on both Woody's. I was super taken aback the yeah he did the miss. terrain was awesome mm. and i'm a I'm a big fan of of wooden coasters so Jackrabbit was super cool. I don't think it's you know the star of the park. No, no that goes to Thunderbolt, but you know, the way it uses the terrain and the double down were were top tier. Yeah. And obviously you have buzz bars.
0: <laughs> Love it. Love um it. we did miss Racer unfortunately.
1: Yes. Um, it was it was down for repaint, maybe, like, you know, know. maybe not repaint, repaint or retract, rev- something yeah. like that. Woody things, you know. So. Yeah, they're improving though. They're improving it, which is a good thing. Um, so and then we went to
0: Steel Curtain because Jack Rabbit's right across from it. Um, I will say, uh, yeah, I've, I would not be surprised if Kennywood does something or asks for like. <laughs> reparations like as for some sort of compensation from sns because how this ride has been affecting and just reliability wise apparently just not great for getting um right they're running two trains and it was like so from first perspective when you think oh you know they're three to four minutes in between trains it's the ops you know something's going up
1: those trains, the, yeah. all the different problems they have with checking the restraints and that's, stuff, it's, it's, it seems yeah. to be a bit nightmarish. And, you know, that's my first visit. and We only rode it twice, so I really don't know. But it seems pretty bad. And, you know, it is a shame that its reliability is not the best because it a, it's a damn good ride. Yeah. I, um, I had—I did not know what to expect, but I, I was a fan. Because, yeah, so you got all the trains that they're cool. You know, uh but reminds me <sighs> of the new Intamin re- re- trains like Velocicoaster and Pantheon. That's what it reminds me of a little bit.
0: Yeah. They were comfortable. Uh but apparently just I don't know what it is with operating it, but it it even sounds just like that listen a lot of like you know, we're around we listen to the operators and how they say things, you're all clear, uh open, across, you know, just just you just hear stuff. They were saying like low-key like just some like milsim type of <laughs> military simulator level like like oh three one three two right Moving on, obviously i'm like over exaggerated it was they just that, like
1: they do that at toro they do that at toro they're like they're telling which cars to unlock and stuff because they've got restraint issues.
0: but like they're but they were going like almost like four two three two like like codes almost it was right. like it was a lot and then, like I didn't understand it until I got to the station and saw like, okay, these trains are literally bugging. <laughs> like, uh, obviously like they had to like relock people for and check for, uh, make sure everything's, everyone's locked, depending on if they, they fit or not. And that was probably a big part of the issue too. But yeah, um, that, that, is a, that is one unfortunate aspect of steel curtain. It is a great ride. Um, the first ride, I wasn't too impressed, that was pretty good. But the night ride after, uh, definitely it, it actually yes. might be a front, like well, Pam, I might agree. Pam. like it might be a front row. So I you got I actually, row three,
1: yeah, yep. We did row seven and it was pretty shaky, it was okay. But when we got our in the forces ride, were worse, yeah. When we got our ride at night in row three, I that's when I, I really was like, this is a good ride. You know, I it brought the intensity, it brought the whip, I got airtime. It's it's about. I think I could compare it to Pantheon. That's what I'd compare it to.
0: That's actually really close to where it sits. Oh, yeah. it sits yep. really close
1: to Pantheon. Let me see. That, exactly. that and Pantheon are about the same for me. I don't. I don't know. I haven't updated my rankings, but
0: yeah, they are literally. Ranked. They're both
1: around like the top twenty, top twenty-five for me. Steel Curtain and Pantheon. So, but the next. Oh, my gosh. And the the next coaster stole the show. I can't get over this ride. It it stole the show for me. (laughs) It was a showstopper. (laughs) And and that's Thunderbolt. Oh,
0: like you walk up, you just see a classic Woody. You see, like, you see the classic painting mural of the ride going on up. Yeah. One of the shortest lines in the park, too. And you're like, okay, you know. I had no clue
1: what to expect.
0: Yeah, I literally, no one talks about it. I, I look at POVs. And I didn't even know the ride. I was like, well, you know, Thunderbolt. It's whatever. It's cool. Uh, we sit down, buzz bars again. They have a a rule though that the biggest person has to sit on the left. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wonder why that is. Uh, this thing brought. The regardless. World. Yeah, it brings the lats, bro. <laughs> oh man. So you start off the ride just rolling off into a drop. <laughs> You just roll off into a drop into the into the just incredible. the terrain of the park.
1: Yeah, incredible engineering and carpentry. Honestly, it, I, I'm I'm still baffled by that. It's crazy. You start off there, you get lads there, another
0: drop, going back towards the station, but you're going up your chain lift, and
1: then you start the ride. Yeah, <laughs> and we're like, what? <laughs> what? And, and this thing. It brought the laterals like it with the buzz bars. It, it was crazy. It yeah. reminded me of Legend at Holiday World this year at Hollywood Nights,
0: which a lot of people know is Lateral King.
1: Uh, yes, you are. That, that is throne. Until I ride something else that proves me otherwise, Legend is is that Legend is him. You know, <laughs> Legend is King and Lats. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, Thunderbolt
0: literally. I was point like. The first time I even tried to stop myself, but I would still slam an RC. Like yeah. after the first drop, like the actual first drop after the chain
1: lift. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's it was crazy, and that that's actually my second favorite at the park behind Phantoms. So yeah. I, have, I, I like 100%. that. steel curtain. One hundred percent. Um, Which, that that that's
0: Thunderbolt super underrated.
1: Super underrated.
0: Thunderbolt is my most like wow
1: (laughs) i didn't expect that i I
0: didn't like most unexpected moment of just this is amazing and more people need to talk about this right because man (laughs) man (laughs) that's all
1: i could say Mm. and the last one that we did not mention kangaroo the flat ride oh man which was awesome uh like we were we were saying like
0: i love it because it's just <coughs> straight up airtime it's classic we were riding with a night so it had to be, like, yeah. the like i think they also did a refurb, but when they brought it back to just a refurbished light package and like i had a, I felt like i was thrown back to like the 60s man it was total it was, gem
1: was, total gem
0: uh we were saying they need to make new gen versions. Honestly, I think new gen versions would work. I think parks would eat that up. Like, um, but I think uh, they should have like instead of just being one hill where you get air time, have two, double the air time, hell, just do three triple the air. Time. <laughs> but nah, like that. I really like. It's probably one of my favorite flight rides off of the novelty alone. It's not the most thrilling. You're not going too high in the air. or Anything, but like. It's kangaroo. And you have a little nice sound effect each time you go over the... <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, Johnny Rockets.
1: It's Johnny Rockets. What can you <laughs> expect? You know, the sheets, the sheets before was better. <laughs> okay. I
0: mean, sheets, sheets is good. So, uh, this is a in the future um, recording, and it probably sounds different because we're using my iPhone. But regardless, uh, there was one little tidbit at the end of the Kennywood... uh, The Kennywood trip that we said had an unfortunate end. Yes. So...
1: Going over that now. We were actually at the park on the day of the shooting at Kennywood. On, I believe it was Saturday, September 24th. I think it was a Saturday night, right? Yeah. So we were actually there when that took place. We had... Just left Thunderbolt. We got a ride on Thunderbolt mm-hmm. and, and we went to Phantom's Revenge. Yeah, just because
0: it was weird before that though, because the park was obviously rowdy. Yes, um, like uh, for Exterminator, for example, there were people just running right through us, just like talking yeah. crazy stuff. Uh, we couldn't get on Exterminator that night, unfortunately, because mm-hmm. of just we don't know what was happening with it. We know the opera, like it only holds only so many. Um, but but throughout the whole park, you had, <laughs> yeah, like kids trying to scare the scary actors like it was kids it running was... around like messing with each other but in the thunderbolt line we heard people behind and they they brought up when we were talking to them that if we saw this large fight happen in the park apparently like
1: apparently that had happened like right before we got in line to thunderbolt there was like a group of teenagers like fist fighting or something that we got Officer off Sir Croson, so we're
0: just trying to get a thunderbolt ride and get over to phantom you know uh we get a thunderbolt ride basically walk on uh, then we make our way to Thunderbolt, or excuse me, to Phantom's Revenge. And, and- we were
1: thinking we could get, like, two rides before the park closed at 11.
0: Yeah. Um, and it was looking like that.
1: But then, so we're <laughs> in the station, and they, so, like, a group of kids came up the entrance, and, like, they were saying, like, oh, like, there's been a shooting, like, people are shooting and stuff, and, like, uh, like because of, like, how it had been on night, I was like, are they, like joking are they like pranking us or something so like i didn't really know what was happening but west didn't hear them say that and like some of the people around me heard it heard them say that so i started refreshing twitter and like looking it up on google trying to see if like a police reports out and then i saw that a police report came out on twitter so i told west and like we were just kind of sheltered in the phantom station and like everyone else was like freaking out but at that point they had stopped operating phantoms so like we didn't really know what was happening, but, like, they had stopped operating Phantoms while I was refreshing Twitter, so that's when I was kind of, like, a little bit panicked thinking that it was, like, real, because why else would they, like, stop operating the ride? Plus, the lady in the booth on Ops was, like, on the phone. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: From my perspective, it was definitely, like, you told me that, if, like, it was almost like a DEF CON level in my head. I was literally just sitting there, uh, going, kind of like, oh, okay, you know they were talking crazy all night. I mean, the kids behind us were literally talking about ops. You know, like. right? So I was like, you yeah, know, like I thought it would. I thought it was like a joke. <laughs> and then Defcon it was
1: so weird in the park all night.
0: And <laughs> Defcon four hit uh, went about uh, when they sent that one train, and then they said to not send the next train at all. Just get yeah. them off. Yeah Because uh, basically We're being we're just And praying. I don't
1: remember I don't remember If they sent that group of people Down the exit or not I don't think they did I think no. they were just In the station yeah. with us too We were all just like Sheltered in the station
0: um, And that's one thing To make me think about uh,
1: I'll bring back To piggyback Because they sent that
0: Last train They didn't send any more. They sent an empty train and then they got the people just off, just to get
1: people off. The, yeah, yeah. Um, and then and, the, and like the ops on the floor were confused as yeah. to what was happening because the op in booth that was on the phone with the park or whatever hadn't communicated to them, like that there was like an issue. She was just having them like send the empty trains. I can
0: imagine just being that board
1: operator. That it's just like, crazy. You're talking like a very
0: stressful situation. You yeah. know, like you're in a theme park. This probably should never happen, um, but it's happening now they don't know what's happening on the all these people are there you're trying to do the best you can to communicate and make sure yeah um piggybacking off of because i recently listened to the culture talk when they talked about all this i agree with bob that essentially what they did was probably the best they could like even when we because being there like even though it was scary because they did end up taking us out Yes. Uh evacuating us out of the park going through the side entrances and side main fences. Yep. And I, by the by the time this cast comes out you guys will probably have seen the reports and know um that the they have found the shooter. They're looking for a second one, but uh the case is looking like it is someone getting uh closed here like they're trying they're figuring all the puzzle pieces.
1: But, yeah, seeing cops
0: with tactical shotguns, you know.
1: Yeah, and, like, casings. they basically, when they evacuated us, security came up and told us we had to, like, go out the way we came in. So we walk out Phantom's entrance, which is literally right next to Music Express, like, yeah. where it happened. Yeah. So, like, it was just, like, super, like, crazy. Because to think, uh, we
0: were we fucked about this a bit sitting waiting in the parking lot because
1: there's... Everyone's trying yeah. to get out. The,
0: the video we have of, like, the... Two counties worth of cops in front of uh, Kinneywood is it hurts? It's definitely wow. Like, I don't know if I'm gonna really ever hope I never see anything like that in person again. Um, because yeah. yeah, the panic of everyone that's really all I was hurt seeing the panic of the people and everything. It was, it was crazy, but it's good to know there were no deaths. Yes, everyone made it out okay, but um, yeah, uh, it's crazy to think. We we're reflecting on if what would have happened if we were just a few minutes later you know right just be right there yeah uh there are a few accounts on the pittsburgh reddit and the roller coaster reddit of other people that were there uh that unfortunately had to experience that and anyone else that is there that listens to this in the future uh i hope you are doing well um uh i it really did suck that we had to experience that that night and it's um, so not something you want to experience yeah. when you're trying I hope to that your hobby. you can, yeah, even if it's not your hobby, I hope you can look at theme parks and amusement parks still in a positive light because this is yeah. not a recurring thing. This will never be a recurring thing. Parks are looking to, safety is literally their number one.
1: Yep. <laughs> like,
0: their number one priority. Um, and how Kennywood treated it, especially after, is, I would say, very amenable. They treat as best as they could. An unfortunate end to an amazing trip. Yeah.
1: Sheets, 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 sheets is king. I would buckets. say
0: sheets is the Jack in the Box of like gas station, like convenience food. Like you can get so much there. Like, because like, like we were saying we we're having by the end of our show, because we're hitting sheets up. <laughs> that's, that's how you do it. Uh, but by the end of the trip, we were struggling to find. Like, all right, well, what are we gonna get? But like, yeah, we were, we were able to diversify enough.
1: Sheets, sheets is king. Other than Bucky's,
0: yeah. So. Actually, I'm gonna know Bucky's and a brick. So
1: you're missing out. I'll be back soon. Hent hint. Yes, head in. Oh
0: man, but that was the se- September trip. Yes, the pro like I would love to do more little like these small little trips. In fact, if if we're going, if I were to do like road trips like this, there'd probably be the way like these small little ones. I'm not a week is the max, and that's pushing it because right.
1: like you're burnt out at the end. Yeah, Cause you think you think about it. So this is it was Timmy over at Coaster Talk that that told me this and. These are not vacations, you know. These are trips. You are you are walking, you know, fifteen miles, ten miles in a day. You know, you're pushing yourself. So, you gotta you gotta be, you gotta be, you know, able to do it as an enthusiast. And, yeah, you know, a week is pushing a week of this stuff.
0: So, and if, you, if you're gonna do a week or something like or two weeks, some people be doing, yeah, be taking care yeah. of yourself.
1: Like you, so you can't be and doing stuff.
0: sheets and talk about like we <laughs> Yeah. Uh, gotta gotta stay nourished, right? Yeah, like you you can cheat, right? You can have your bubbles because you still are having a fun time. But yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: hydration, uh, maybe uh, doesn't maybe help medicine. when the when the SeaWorld parks don't let you have water. But you know, oh, especially like SeaWorld San Antonio and Busch Gardens Williamsburg. Fix your water fountains, yeah. anyways. Speaking of the SeaWorld parks, yeah. Speaking, we'll look at Busch Gardens Tampa Bay. See Orlando there Halloween scream events as well as Halloween horror nights. Yeah, so, you
0: went. Yes. With Coaster was, Talk,
1: Timmy and yep.
0: James down over with a little it was another low-key trip honestly.
1: You just be yes. taking these low-key trips. So, a couple weeks ago we did. It was, you know, October, mid-October, 13th, 14th, 15th. So we did Bush Gardens Tampa Bay, Seawood Orlando, Halloween Horror Nights, and we were able to do all of the houses at Bush Gardens Tampa Bay and Seawood Orlando. All of them. And How many we, are there, again? So SeaWorld Orlando has five, and Tampa Bay has, I want to say six? Mm-hmm. I think they have six. And then at Halloween Horror Nights, we did eight out of the ten. So oh, it yeah. was... So, and the guys over at Coaster Talk Pod are really, you know, they've done these events before. They're super into horror movies and all that stuff. I've never personally been into, you know, horror movies. I've never personally done the mazes or anything before. But, so I was kind of just thrown into it. And I was, but I, I loved it. It was super fun. I'm oh, sorry. If, uh, got, the blower might be coming through.
0: <laughs> I have the window open because I'm listening to uh, to the story now. So I'm just, you know, yes. piping yeah. up a bit.
1: So, the houses at SeaWorld Orlando and Busch Gardens Tampa Bay, I honestly, they they weren't very impressive. You know, to pay for a separate ticketed event, you have five at SeaWorld and six at Bush, and they really, they just weren't that impressive. You know, I, I really wasn't getting consistent scares in the houses, even when I was going first but the houses at Halloween Horror Nights were just totally a different story like these houses were done a lot better <laughs> in my opinion it's definitely, really definitely worth the separate ticketed event it's really rough cuz like how do you compete right. i mean like it's right. like you have to really step you have to legit get on their level or accept. I don't know i i mean honestly i I'd, I'd say the rides stole the show at Busch Gardens and SeaWorld compared to you know, the house is actually being really damn good at Universal. Okay. Well, I mean, we're enthusiasts, so. Yeah, yeah, that's true, of course. But <laughs> so I, I will. So we did, we did Busch Gardens Tampa Bay first. And that day we did uh, James over at Coaster Talk brought his girlfriend. And so we did all the we did all the credits in the park and we got four rides on Iron Gwazi and it moved up a lot for me. Yeah. I don't, it, it was running very well. Well, that was. <clears throat> Were you briefs
0: Because I'll just say your top 10 is pretty. Like it literally has a gap. Right. For most of his other rides. Like once he goes to like 10 to 11, there's like a gap. So like he yeah. sees like his top 10 as like the like Mount Rushmore. Right. Of, like really it Right. Right. So for him to move like any ride up. Any amount of spots? There's like it's a pretty big thing.
1: So, so I so I, I yeah, guaz like everything at Bush Tampa was running really well. And Guazi went from my eight overall to my five overall. And then we did all six of the houses. But like I said, I mean I really none of them were like so good to where they they're they're forgettable. Um the one that I thought was the best, I think, would be The Residence at uh, Bush Gardens Tampa Bay. That one, I think yeah. I got a couple scares in that house. But most of the houses at Bush, I didn't really get any scares. But was, The Residence was a good one. It was like a, a Christmas-themed one. I thought yeah. that was pretty interesting. Um, Christmas
0: and Halloween nightmare before Christmas.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then the second night, we did do Halloween Horror Nights. Um, but during the day, we did Islands of Adventure. So we did uh, we did Hulk. Shout out to my guy, Dan. coasting with Dan. He, he works the Hulk crew. And uh, <coughs> we, we got one ride on Velocicoaster. And then we did Forbidden Journey, and we did Poseidon's Fury. And that's what we did before Stay and Scream for Horror Nights. Um, Velocicoaster of course, was was running amazing. I wish I got more than one ride, but I'll take what I can get.
0: Wait, you only got one ride the entire yeah, trip?
1: Only one ride this time around. Wow! Huh. So. so, like, but yeah, because you guys were
0: doing a lot of Halloween Horror night stuff.
1: So, yeah. So we only we got there at like one or two in the afternoon. We had to get over to stay and scream at five p.m. Like by five p.m. Hmm. in order to get in on that. So, yeah, and our run-through of Poseidon's Fury, I wasn't super impressed because I did it in yeah. April, and the person that, you know, led the walkthrough, I think, in April did a lot better of a job. Not that it's anything bad, but I just think that my walkthrough in April was better than the one that I had this trip.
0: Yeah, it's... You know, I felt that way with rides, like, in Magic Kingdom, with, like,
1: yeah. the uh, Jungle Express. And it's the same way with stuff like... um what is it fast and furious you'll get different you know people that <laughs> yeah, yeah. do the intro and all that type of stuff um, which like you can't
0: you can't really bag or nah on a person you know yeah
1: because like it, it's
0: subjective and each person's gonna be different you know yeah so um,
1: um and actually we did do one other ride during how uh halloween hornets we got a ride on Grinkots, and that was that was a good ride you know, I, I love Gringotts. That's a great indoor coaster. Mm-hmm. So highly themed. So the houses at Universal, we did everything except for the weekend, and oh, this, well, and, and we and we missed Descendants of Destruction. So um, oh let, let me make a
0: guess real quick. Yeah. did you did, did they willingly skip the weekend one because they're oh because only the, the like, music, taste? 70s music no yes
1: it it wasn't that. okay okay, okay. <laughs> um we ended up running I'm out like, of come time. on yeah
0: no so i'm assuming did. that was had to be one of the most
1: like like
0: highs cues longest cues yeah, wow.
1: it it was like a a pretty one of the higher cues throughout the night. We ended up just running out of time, even though the event was open till two a.m. Actually, jeez. So at the end of the night, we had to choose. Betr- so we decided we'd skip Descendants of Destruction, and we had to choose between either Blumhouse or the weekend for one of our being our last house. And we did Blumhouse, and actually that's either my favorite or my second favorite house. So I'm very glad we did that one. Um, that's good. So my two my two yeah. favorites were definitely Halloween and then The Horrors of Blumhouse. Those two houses were absolutely amazing.
0: Yeah. So like, well, to go in depth, I guess like your favorites. As so someone I, who's not yeah. Necessarily into know, horror mazes or yeah, movies yeah. of horror in general. Well, what made you like those?
1: So, like, what made Hall- so Halloween and The Horrors of Blumhouse were my two favorites for sure. And the other two ones that I two or three that I did that I thought were also very good were monsters legends collide spirits of the coven and then dead man's pier winter wake so those those three were also really good but i am definitely going to speak on halloween of blumhouse so yeah. halloween the way they did it was um it it was so crazy like you were like the sets were like very well done to where even though you're inside this like building if they can make it feel like you're outside or like on a dock or like in the cold like it it was just very crazy like they actually did it to where they like built their like scares like into like the walls and stuff like it was so well designed and like they would like play a sound effect and like simultaneously the actor like jumps out at you like the way they did it was like very interesting and i'm not i don't know if like other places do this but like i didn't experience it at like bush or sea world and i haven't like done halloween events in the past but like the last scene for Halloween, you walk into a room of like all mirrors and they're like flashing strobe lights at you. So, like, you feel like you're like moving in slow motion, which was crazy. And then, like, there's like a bunch of different Michael Myers and they all just like stab at you. It was, it was crazy. Wow. The horrors of Blumhouse, that one, it like split you up between like two different like TV <laughs> shows or whatever. I'm not sure. I'm not familiar with this the series or anything it's um i guess they're like a production company and it's a bunch of yeah, Ethan yeah, yeah. Ethan hawk work i'm not really familiar with it because i'm not into horror stuff but this this maze was super scary yeah, they they got me like a, multiple times yeah real Timmy, quick. they're like a yeah
0: yeah they're like a what you call it? like a, they're known for like their budget well well they basically make budgets horror movies, but they make them look really good. <laughs>
1: yeah. And they that house was super scary. It got me and Timmy really good. That one was that one was a lot of fun. And it was <laughs> end of the night and we got a really good run through. And honestly, I I, I think that Halloween Horror Nights is going to be an event that I try to go to every single year. I found it to be super good. Um and the last event that we did was Hallow Scream again and this one at Sea Orlando. Um and I, honestly, it wasn't. You know, there was nothing that really stuck out. Um, it was about on the same <laughs> on the same level as Busch Gardens Tampa, Talo Scream. They had you know a couple, couple scares. I think I I remember getting scared a couple times in Blood Beckoning, Beneath the Ice, and Siren of the Seas. Like maybe I got a scare or two, but really they the sets were not as well done as the Universal sets. Just and the overall to... atmosphere, you know. <laughs> even even the scare zones at Halloween Horror Nights were better than the Hallow Scream scare zones, of course. I mean, it just it was a a total atmosphere change. I feel like.
0: because you went to Halloween, you went to Halloween Horror Nights before.
1: Yes, yeah, so I did Hallow Scream at yeah. Bush, and then I did Horror Nights, and then I did Hallow Scream at SeaWorld. So.
0: Yeah, I feel like you guys should like segmented like. You Know, yeah, I don't know if there's a way to really dictate whether or not Bush Garden's Tampa or Sea Rolls, but generally, right. a consensus it kind of switches year by year. But yeah, like right. maybe at least Halloween or Universal,
1: I, I think, bury I, in there. yeah, I think next year I, I'd actually want to do just two days at Horror Nights and not even go to Bush or yeah. Sea because it sounds like there was so much content,
0: like you guys couldn't even finish it. I mean, yeah. lines Lions
1: were a thing too. But yeah, but I, like, I'd rather get a couple walkthroughs on some of the really good houses and or at Horror Nights too, instead of, you know, so, but the rides yeah. at SeaWorld Orlando, they, I was actually very impressed with riding Mako this time around. So that was nice. Oh, I couldn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> I I actually, I think that it's my favorite hyper B&M hyper now. And it, it oh. previously had not been. So Oh I did. I did finally come (laughs) around. You know, I've been I've been bashed for my opinions, of course, but I did finally come around on yeah. Uh,
0: This trip. TLDR, for a while, I mean, you didn't hate Mako. I mean, there's a lot of people that are like, like, yeah, Mako's so it's good. Mm It's just you didn't get the hype. Exactly. Marge from Drunk riders is that way. He
1: doesn't get the hype. Exactly. Exactly. So that that really that wraps up our Orlando trip with Coaster with the guys over at Coaster Talk Podcast. You know, it was a it was very fun. I'm very glad I was able to go and, and experience all the Halloween stuff for the first time and definitely want to go back.
0: Yeah. And but
1: it's so- still not done with Halloween talk because we just did King Simming and Haunt this past weekend. Which very I enjoyed busy. it
0: very busy even though it was Saturday. very busy uh yeah. but also um <laughs> i want to say uh really quick just because it was one of the first things that just <laughs> um yeah you you're getting ready for a haunt i did not expect to see a christmas tree yes in the, uh, <laughs> in the main entrance for the park it was kind of jarring i i get you i get you're probably trying to save time because i i know uh yeah Staff shortages are hitting parks hard, but man, at least at least like put it a, put it somewhere put it in the back or something. Like
1: <laughs> it's like you're walking up and I'm like,
0: come on, like this is it Was a winter fest, like a. Uh...
1: So so with it being you know a Saturday, King's Dominion haunt, um, yeah, it was it. very busy. I heard thirty-five thousand, and park capacity is forty, I believe. But with the help from an unnamed friend of the show. Yep. We were able to get our hands on some quick cues so me, West, and Colin did have a bit of a better day than, than most. Um, so thank you to that unnamed friend. Thank you yeah. to that unnamed friend. We got got good use out of those when the lines were two hours, which was nice. So the atmosphere, though, of course, at, at King's Dominion, especially with the improvements in the Jungle X area and what they've done with that area during Haunt, it, it was very nice. So... <clears throat> um, Yeah, I was impressed with a lot
0: of the sets. Yeah, because, it like, you walk through a lot of the areas, Old Virginia, Jungle X, uh, Caney Apple Grove, and it's just all these, like, full on set pieces or walk to actually walk around, which obviously gives a lot of the actors uh little access to scares, you know, they can hide behind cover. But yeah, it added an atmosphere that a lot of uh a lot of parks I don't see do. They just leave the plazas open. Um they add smoke and different lights. That's it. But no, like a lot of people from around the region, like obviously DC, Maryland, uh even, like, the Carolinas, uh, some of Pennsylvania, they go to the haunt, like, King's Dominion's haunt, because they know that
1: it's a damn good haunt. Um,
0: didn't,
1: didn't get to do any of the houses this, this yeah, visit. Um, but we saw, if you guys are
0: familiar with the topography of King's Dominion, so we were by the Ferris wheel, and they were having a sign for one of the mazes that goes by, behind Windseeker. Seeker. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it, and it was all the way like to like the exit of Racer seventy five almost too. Yeah, I mean, it was it was very busy. Um, so I don't I don't
0: think really a, a ride went down beneath an hour after yeah. like six.
1: Yep. So not at all, except for, except and even Racer seventy five was like an hour wait. It was crazy, because it was all the way out on the bridge and stuff and down the ramp. <clears throat> um. Yeah, but uh, also the rides were. Know, why are, why were the rides running so good for fall? The rides <laughs> were running really good. I the rides we I think we got five on Intimidator and four on Twisted for the day, and they were running really good. Intimidator was uh, I think. So this is where we're gonna
0: get to in the news, which is a good segue. But like Intimidator is was running good basically all season. Like you, not like anything train issue wise, all that stuff. But yeah. It was, she was moody on Saturday. She was yeah. definitely moody. Cause we were there at, I, we were there at 12. First rides, Intimidator hit. Um, but we went to go to re-ride and just after that re-ride, it already had an issue. <laughs> right, like first rides of the day. And then we came back, Uh, had another delay, like around, what was it, seven or eight? It was like the first night ride. Yeah. Um, and then literally like near the end of the night, we came back and it was just down like for at least an hour or I don't know. Just, we like, they had to take a train ride. off. Yeah, we did get it last though. Yeah, we did get We did end up getting last ride, but they yeah. had to take a whole train off because whatever ended up
1: happening, because why they would did you not, take a train off yeah. in the middle said, of the uh, Didn't they say there were sparks or something? There was so, some people saying there were sparks yeah, when we it came pe- back. Yeah, we heard people coming
0: back and they're you know, like, there were sparks and smoke. I don't know. I don't know. What we know is one of the train silver train was off. So uh maybe we could
1: talk to some some of the homies. Got some got some connections over there. Like, we'll we'll see.
0: Cause like that's that's odd, you know? Um yeah, cause luckily when we went, it wasn't as bad a boy. It, it would have been faster, obviously, with two trains, but yeah, we got on for what it was. <clears throat> Last ride. <laughs> I forgot how great of a night ride uh, Intimidator was, to be honest. Like, I love riding roller coasters at night. It might be my favorite time to ride a coaster. Might be. Sunset rides are really close, but that might be. And,
1: Um, uh, ooh, we did get to check out the taco place that replaced Mac Bowl. Oh, yeah, for the haunt. Right.
0: Uh, they're trying out the taco shack yeah, where you can get a taco, taco, taco.
1: And I did see Clint Novak confirm that it's staying for Winterfest. Let's go. So I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I had a buddy. I was talking to a buddy about this. I'm not sure if Mac Bowl's gone for good, but I do know that like it could come back in the spring. I don't really know. Or in whatever. <sighs> well, I, I guess, yeah, I don't know, because they're doing year-round operations now, which we'll get into. Um. Okay. I'm not really sure, but I, I know that I, I, it was confirmed by Clint that it's staying for Winterfest. So, I guess we'll see what, what the future plan is with that and Mac Bowl, or see what happens. I
0: So, I personally think they can put the the tacos and Border Burrito. Right. rename Border Burrito as to a full, like,
1: Tex-Mex work. or
0: Mexican place. That could work. Because, like, a lot of the restaurants offer multiple things there anyway so i don't see why not
1: that could work yeah like because and Bring grill is for Magball.
0: yeah because i like, can keep Magball. because i think having multiple options that's one thing i love about king's dominion because you, you get Grand and grill a lot but <laughs> like but i like, but I, like yeah. I go there and i'm like huh, what, what haven't i got in a while so, oh i haven't got jukebox in a while Oh, i haven't got uh, new Outpost Cafe in a while, and they have so many different, four different things. Jungle I Market
1: them. Eatery, you know. You I, have, I even forgot
0: about Jungle Market.
1: They're killing it.
0: Yeah, Kings like, Dominion's
1: killing it. I think Jungle X is, is doing big strides for this park.
0: I would love to have Chef Dennis on the cast. I would love to have Chef Dennis on the cast.
1: <laughs> maybe down to... the
0: road. Yeah, I was just saying it, maybe down go. the road. But like, if like, I would love to hear what his plans are just in general. Not in like the deep dive, the leaks of the leaks of Taco Shack stand. <laughs> Yeah, and like what what is he adding? Because like I think there was a like I think he might be adding uh, some other stuff to other places too. I might I might have overheard that, but yeah, who knows? Who knows? That'd be, uh, but... that'd be
1: great to get a conversation with him on the pod for sure. Moving on to uh... yes, uh, King's Dominion year round ops. That's mm-hmm. that's what we were getting into. So we're going with. Some of the news that has happened somewhat recently. Some, some industry of this is, news. Some of this is—is uh, is this all of it on the? this all over here. Are we missing some of it or not? Uh, the uh the um Kings Island announcement—that one too. That that's it. So we're we're looking at. So,
0: yeah, the second win okay. and so, the year-round ops.
1: Yes, we're looking Fox. at. We're looking at year-round operations for both Kings Dominion and Gerwins thoughts because you gave me a quick Um, you're indifferent and mixed you know i think it's very interesting so they're trying to you know compete with the market which Mm. i i understand so they want to do weekends yeah I, i just i don't know i mean kings so if you're looking at like the weather in january you know it in the king's dominion area you're averaging you know, forty degrees, un, un, forty or under yeah. a lot of a lot of the time. So it, it's like I don't really understand. For, but like it just doesn't make sense. Even Williamsburg is questionable. You know, Charlotte they're going to average forty or under some days too, sometimes too. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're going to be maxing out at forty degrees and then they're going to be sitting at thirty five. You know, or some days like Charlotte's a bit different. They'll hit you know 60 some days but i mean january is a tough one especially january it's it's a lot colder you know carowinds i think will be fine come february yeah as especially as you're moving into march but it i don't know it's tricky you know it's you're not going to see a lot of stuff operating at these parks some some weekends you know if you're getting rain if you're getting cold weather it's it just i think i heard from someone in management when i was at media day for timbili that it's 37 degrees is its threshold so i don't know and that's that's lower because most of them are 40 like twisted is 40 intimidators 40 so i don't know hey i'll take a valley on intimidator I don't uh
0: yeah I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, like I it's funny um
1: yeah, the, the only yeah. indoor ride they have is Fight of Fear and Boo Blasters. So and the thing is is uh I know that with the people that work at the parks that I've talked to, like, you know, when you're looking at January and February, like that's a lot of time for maintenance. That's mm-hmm. when, you know, they take apart trains of coasters and reassemble them and you know fix any anything that needs to be fixed and then do their test cycles so they can get it clear for March. So like a lot of a lot of times, you know, January and February they're not used to operating. Obviously, they're not used to operating the park. Yeah. So I it's in, I'm very interested. I don't know, you know, what's going to run especially at Kings Dominion cuz the weather's colder here than it is in Charlotte. You know, I've I've heard that Charlotte at Carowinds, they're going to get Fury and Intimidator and all that. And, you know, they'll have their stuff running, but I don't know if they can do that at King's Dominion. And still, even with Carowinds, you know, they're going to have maintenance. They need to do their annual maintenance. So, very interested to see how it plays out. Yeah, because my thoughts
0: are, basically, it could work if they have the staff to do it. Like that's what they need. they need new festivities and events that aren't rides, and the staff to do it, which right I, I'm gonna come out and say the like it's gonna be like b g dub the first year or two is probably gonna suck. everyone was hyped when it happened with b g dub and then they realized, oh wait b g dub doesn't know what they're doing. They were doing maintenance on all of their main rides
1: right if- <laughs> I mean but- I remember when Bush was doing like. Openings back in February and March of this year, you know, they did not have a lot of stuff open. They were missing deadlines. Well, not yep. deadlines, but they were, you know, incorrectly estimating when things were going to get open. I just, I don't remember it being, you know, very great. Yeah. In the early parts of the season at Bush. And it wasn't really great when I went in August. So now we'll say
0: 2021 was uh a better year-round experience than twenty twenty. So that's why I said it's gonna be growing pains with this stuff. Yeah. But yeah. like yeah, you gotta really know. Yeah. When to you <laughs> you gotta know when the to...
1: <sighs> Yeah.
0: I guess I guess because it's not like it's impossible, right? Um the Orlando parks are basically open year round. Magic Mountain is open year round. So it's obviously possible to have year round maintenance but you got to have moments where you got to know when your peak times are going to be. So you got to have moments where like, all right, Terminator going to be closed. Or right. At, least, gonna be at closed. least
1: vocalize it and yep. be accurate Theory
0: is going to be down because we need new stuff. Or, or Copperhead is down. We need new stuff. Yeah. Like if they're vocal, like act like if they tweet about it, like social media wise, if they like, like let it be yeah. known, like, hey, we're bringing it back. That's great. Instead of putting up a sign that's right 40 percent of the time because this happened to me that's why i bring it up like i don't mean to just bring down pg top but like like i'll be yeah. oh okay yeah you know like all the rides are open and then i look and I open guys is closed uh, you know yeah I, and that's <laughs> that's the thing closed, about it year-round
1: that's that's the thing about year-round operations you know these parks it's it's not it's gonna lead to that type of stuff it's gonna lead to a lot of closures and maintenance and if you're not gonna properly communicate about it that's gonna lead to people being a bit irritated yeah. so like it's really i don't know because like i remember when i went to texas in july they were having issues with iron rattler getting annual maintenance in july on a weekend i'm like uh, really mm-hmm. so like when you're looking at year-round operations what it can potentially cause i mean it It's just – it's a very interesting thing. I think, you know, some places maybe it shouldn't be tried. Yeah. You know – I would
0: say King KD is definitely the biggest game. They're pushing it. Yeah.
1: You know, You know, if you're looking at, like, Texas, California, Florida, you know, obviously that's it's plausible. Like, Bitch Gardens and KD, they're pushing it. Yeah. Uh, it's like you're, Six Flags over Georgia, they could do it you know, Fun Spot Atlanta with Air Force One, they could do it. Yeah. You're looking at, like, Texas, they do it already. It's just, it's very interesting.
0: Like, unless you put, unless we get new technology where there's war- warmers or something on this, the wheels, I was gonna say the track, <laughs> but there's that's no way, uh, on the wheels that, like, know. give, you know, uh, warm them up enough to where there's just no possibility,
1: unless it's, like, Sub-zero
0: degrees, like
1: to that. I don't know, but there's also that clip I saw of Hyperion running in the sl- in the snow in Energy Landia. So I don't really know. Yeah, know okay, but when I see that clip,
0: I'm always wondering what the actual temperature was that day, because it may have yeah. been operating temperature, but it was just snowed on the day before. So. I don't know. It's so yeah, it's interesting. I always think that's a really it's a really <laughs> it's kind of like yeah. You guys worry about veiling. We'll we'll use our train as a snow plow <laughs> right <laughs> uh but yeah that's it can work It just oh basically all my closing thoughts on that the reason why it works in orlando is because they have the staff to do it and that goes right. back to what i said at first it's like if that's, we that's have this question staff
1: to do it and i don't know if they will because will we're you to we be staff to do it will Carowindsby be staff to do it? Is Bush Garden's staff to do it? Bush Garden's is not staff's now. Right. <laughs> hey, so Yeah, yeah. It, it's I'm interested. You know, see see what happens. On to another Cedar Fair part. Yes. I want we're going to look at the Kings Island
0: announcement. So, let me see exactly what this is. Cuz I know they're getting rid of the Vest area and Yes.
1: Adventure Port is what they're calling it. Huh. And this 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 one is interesting. I love it. I'm excited for it. Yeah, because I'm looking at Octoberfest was so they're re-theming Oktoberfest to Adventure Port, and they're
0: adding new flat rides. So... Yep.
1: So they're doing i don't know they're doing like a it's interesting they're doing two like very well themed flat rides yeah and then they're also um upgrading adventure express which i already love adventure express from when i wrote it last july so i'm excited to see the new the new adventure express so what is adventure express it's a it's their mind train adventure express is their mind train
0: oh okay and they're also
1: they're 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 basically starting they're giving Oktoberfest the jungle X treatment you know they they saw mm-hmm. the success of Jungle X and how amazing it looks and they're poor. they're gonna put some money into King's Island and do is something
0: it caravans same. also getting they're getting a uh, like a basically like an arrow like an arrow knot they're they're getting arrow.
1: they're getting a new area and, and based it has on like new flat old, rides. like
0: planes and like yeah stunt pilots. It, it like it
1: ties into afterburn. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, they're they're trying to, especially the one at Kings Island in particular that was just announced looks just like it. It, it reminds me of the Jungle X product project at Kings Dominion, one hundred percent. So, I'm excited for this one. I'm excited. I'm excited to see Cedar Fair finally doing this in their parks. Um. Yeah. Cause it's
0: almost because we're still seeing some additions, right? And it's for additions for places that need it. Yes, like we, you need more places for families and kids to enjoy instead of just the adults and the the, the thrill seekers in the parks. Exactly. You need more, and then Worlds of Fun getting like Zambezi Zinger, uh, like they like parks that need coasters and stuff. They're they're slowly getting there in my opinion so i'm just excited to see where all of this goes uh i'm excited to go back because i'm okay as a perk i'm trying to hit next year 100 um, so it's gonna like go into these parks like i'm always trying to hit them more but seeing them when i took a break from now it's like a revamp uh, I'm,
1: i think that i'm gonna try and visit uh definitely king's island and look at its new changes next year carowinds as well yeah um uh, maybe I, I don't know when but I might get out to knots before they finish what they're doing. If I get out to knots, I'm not I'm not too sure about that one. Yeah, I'm trying to get out to Kelly early um, 2023. Oh. Not so knots. I don't know if but of course Kings Dominion's in our backyard, so we're going to see all the whatever they do with Jungle Axe next year. And then we've got um Canada's Wonderland, which I'm I don't think I'll get to. And of course the uh, boardwalk at Cedar Point, but I'm not sure if I'll get to that one next year or not we'll have to see oh you're trying to skip cedar point next year possibly maybe i'll do how maybe we'll do halloween weekends again make that an uh, annual thing yeah we, got, we gotta
0: go like we gotta go at least twice. <laughs> i gotta we'll, go we'll like see twice we'll have to we'll have to see uh, you think i can you think i'm just about my number one just like <laughs> you're gonna let your number two just you know to just lot it just like
1: oh i'm just gonna see you We'll, we'll see we'll see like it's, you're gonna ride a voyage you know yeah
0: yeah there is a lot of parks to come but to. but
1: uh, yeah i definitely i want to get out to these cedar fair parks that are getting these upgrades and look at these new areas because i i love having jungle expedition in our backyard it's it, 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 it feels like a tree. it does
0: because Especially... I, I know
1: the future is going to be even better Especially because of how lukewarm it was at first.
0: Because everyone's like, oh, like yeah. when they the weren't done. Mm-hmm. And then they just kept yeah. going. They just kept now adding more and more They, add, they and got more. a show. You know, yeah. I mean, it's... They've got haunt It's really phase one. Like, yeah. uh, I'm excited to see phase two and three. Um, but now... the last of the industry news. news. Yes. Uh. five. Dude, so you know how, like, I say that... um. It was just like kind of shed post coasters, kind of like troll coasters. Yes. This seems like one of them to me. <laughs> yes. Because so... why in the hell would you bring back your worst model? I, I get you're changing it, right?
1: You're changing the train design. The train design does look very interesting. Like, yeah. if, you, if you look at the animation of the way, you know... Yeah, the, you the, get like a little smooth. hump. You rise I, up for their time. But I, I don't <laughs> really like couldn't that like hurt someone's knees or something i don't know apparently you know what it's mean? supposed
0: to like make you make it feel more comfortable
1: because of how we are sitting
0: it's like a more biker seat uh, we won't know until we actually sit in it um it's gonna be next year uh they're building it fast it's already they already yeah i was just there looking
1: at i was just there looking at the uh construction a couple yeah. weeks ago so i that it, it was i don't know i Mm, 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 mm. It, it, it it just <laughs> I'm at a loss for words because like we've
0: known about if you're in if you're a thoozy, you've probably known about this for a while thanks to uh Park fans Uh yeah they they leaked it a little bit ago I think about a year ago actually um wow speaking of which I'm literally getting a pipeline in uh, uh, but yeah this could be interesting I just. Obviously, for it being one of the first of its like new gen, I guess it could be a very prototype model or one for it because it looks uninspiring. But, like I always say, PUVs never do it justice, so you never know. Like, you are standing up, you're getting this new, different bouncing sensation now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I and the layout, it, it looks very interesting. So, you know, of course, I'm happy to see another prototype, but it's. It's int- i'm I'm interested I, I just i'll have to ride it it's it's one of those where i'm not going to really have an opinion on it until i ride it because the trains look interesting the layout looks interesting so all right that's yeah.
0: basically like i really don't have much thoughts on pipeline because like i'm not a fan of stand so i'm going in already with a bias yeah
1: I, I did green lantern this year at great adventure and i wasn't Really impressed. I think I just did it once, and I was like, credit, forget it. So, uh, our yeah, Green Lantern was
0: the one I remember kind of enjoying.
1: <laughs> and even I again, just yeah, yeah, I was just neutral about it. I think so. I'm I'm not sure what to expect with these these new trains, and we'll just have to see. Yeah, that's
0: basically it with pipeline, uh, and. Yeah, As that wraps, wraps up news. Yeah,
1: that wraps up industry news. And so, I think that'll
0: basically wrap up everything for closing. Yeah. Closing off now.
1: Yeah, so uh, I we I am about to do a trip. I am doing mm-hmm. the L Stumble 2 with the Buzz Bars Coaster you, Club. You're gonna have to say and, hi to everyone for yeah. me. You got to vlog for me, Yes, bro. so I'm gonna be doing the L Stumble 2 uh stumble with the drunk riders and the buzz bars so i will definitely be reporting live from the event i will probably do some audio clips to throw on the next podcast as well as maybe do some vlog work see yeah. see what see try my hand in that so and if you
0: ever want to like spend a little time yeah and <laughs> it's like getting footage i could probably just put together a little mini one yeah. The time there.
1: Yeah, so we will be coming to you live from Texas in less than two weeks, yeah. and you will hear all about it on the next episode. Yeah, and you're, man. I would be
0: going as well, but uh, why is it five hundred or six hundred for a ticket for two days to Texas? The flights are it's,
1: definitely expensive.
0: It's rough out here, whereas. Flight to Florida, on the other hand, yeah, we're going to in December. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: mad, mad cheap, but yeah, spoiler, we're going to Florida in December. We will also share more details on that next episode. And we cannot thank you enough for tuning in to Mm -hmm. our first episode of the High Rollers.
0: Yeah, if you guys listen to this whole thing, like you guys are homies, you listen to the whole first podcast we had, we're going to be improving on this the entire
1: time definitely uh, looking to get our our social media and get a get a platform out and yep. make sure we're uploading everything and get a consistent schedule I'm very excited so
0: yeah and if obviously uh head us up on our social media's where you can let us know about feedback or what you would like to hear potentially yeah uh, we're looking whereas, to getting a
1: website going yeah. so so we're going to follow you now
0: on Instagram or Twitter or whatever. If you want to put up those out.
1: Yeah, so at the at the moment, the current coaster Instagram handle is Old Line Airtime. So Maryland, the old line states. And shortly, I think I will be rebranding to something related to the podcast.
0: And follow mine at West Tower Coasters. Uh you can also follow on Twitter as well. It's the same thing. But uh Guys, catch you in the next one. Keep riding. Keep being homies. Peace out. Peace.